Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Mortgage Coach Connecting the Dots. I'm Megan Hastings, your host, and today we have two special guests who are not only new to the mortgage industry, but also taking the entrepreneurial plunge while juggling a full-time job. We're going to discuss their journey into the mortgage world and see what plans they have for the future. My name is Laura. Let's welcome our guests. Today we have Alyssa Hurst and Stephanie Cortez. How are you both doing today? Hi. Hello. Thank you for having us. We're really excited to be here. Very excited. Okay, so our first official question is, what is it that you both currently do for your full-time employment? You go first. I'll go first. <laughs> I am a administrator at a university in Toronto. And I am a high school teacher. Changing careers and becoming entrepreneurs is not a small decision to make. So what was the thought process that you both went through to one change careers and the way that you went about it, keeping your full-time positions? Start with Steph. Ready? (laughs) (laughs) I stumbled upon it. So I stumbled upon this. A point, I think things happen serendipitously. So I think I was feeling like I wanted a change in, in some way. And I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that looked like. And in a conversation I was having with a friend, they actually recommended this pathway. And I remember being like, absolutely not. I would never be good at that. Like, no way. And then they were kind of, the conversation continued. My curiosity peaked. I started getting into it, researching it. I got certified and started working with people and realized the impact that it can have and that became just ready to go all in like yep this is it and yeah and here I am Lisa, how about you? I have been dabbling with the idea of doing something entrepreneurial for about the last 10 years, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I came across this because I was looking for something that was needed, would help people, but something that I can also grow into and continue learning throughout the process. So that was how I came across this as my venture. It's funny when I actually came back into the broker space, there was a period of time where I had another full-time job, which had a lot of flexibility. And I was actually at a point where I was thinking of, I wasn't sure if it was going to work in the mortgage industry and I was going to go all in in my full-time job and made the opposite decision. And it was as soon as I did that, that everything sort of fell into place and it worked really well, but definitely balancing both. There was a lot of challenges. What are some of the challenges that you guys have found? Absolutely. <laughs> you go first. I'll go first this time. <laughs> you go first this time. So, of course, starting something new, there's a lot of learning. So, balancing the learning with a regular commitment of whether it be personal life items or a full-time job, it's being diligent and managing your schedule. So, for me, what that means is being careful and prioritizing what I need to do as well as I time block my mornings. Mm-hmm my evenings, times during the weekend so that I can focus on my mortgage business during those scheduled times. And then I adjust my priorities depending on whether or not I have a more urgent file or a client who wants to meet. So that would be how I am juggling the two right now. Before you jump in, I just want to ask, that would take a lot of self-discipline, I would imagine. Absolutely. So when, you know, you're done your full-time job and you have these time blocks where you're going to start working on your mortgage business, Mm -hmm. where do you draw that discipline from? Good question. (laughs) I think, and this probably goes to the point of why did you choose mortgages? I feel so genuinely excited about this work and going into this, to me, it feels like an adventure still. So I'm, I'm genuinely excited when I leave my other job for the day and I come home and I'm like, okay, I have a call at 530 with a client and then I'm going to join my other colleague on a co-broker deal to work on that for a few hours. So that would be how I'm, I would say, pulling that energy in to keep 
this going. And of course, I would say everyone in this room and the team, it's very encouraging. Definitely helps when it's fun. Yeah. Yes. I would piggyback off that so beautifully. So I have a, I'm trying to coin a slogan. I'm trying. I'm still working on it. And it's honoring my no's to honor my yeses. And it's very similar. So in my other job, my children, my mortgage business, I, I have to learn and I'm, I say a work in progress. I have to learn and I'm learning to say no. I can't say yes to everything. And there's a lot of guilt that goes with that, but working through it and honoring my yeses. So when it's time to be with my kids, it is time to be with my kids. And I turn off or I'll turn off my notifications or, you know, we're at jujitsu class or whatever it is. And I've really had to make it a goal of mine. I'm not taking out my phone. But having said that, when it's mortgage business time, mommy's locking the door and I'm not coming out and you're going to have to wait <laughs> or whatever length of time that is. So burnout is very real because I think I am excited about the new adventure and I love the learning and, and I can get very lost in it. And that's not good for me. It's not good for, for my clients. It's not good for my family. So it really has come down to until I can make this leap in terms of the transition, I have to really be mindful of my time and how it's divided. And when I'm in it, I have to be in it as much as I can and sort of create that balance. Now, having said that, still a work in progress, but I also want to say too, there's a creativity and a freedom in, in being an entrepreneur that I genuinely find exciting. And it's like, oh, I could do this and I could do this and I could do this. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm tired. Have I eaten today? And it's like, okay, so it, it really is about, there's a motivation and an excitement towards it. But again, trying to be mindful of self-care and, and all those things too. So we need to have a t-shirt, right? It's like honoring my nose to honor my S's. It's pretty good. That is funny. <laughs> It's and I'm trying so hard. Uh, yes, and I and just to repeat, also like I remind myself of that so many times a day because it's guilt is real. So <laughs> working through it. It's hard too when you're excited about what you're doing. Yes. You want to do all the things. Absolutely. To say no to things because you want to do them all. Yeah. I share a similar experience with you guys as well because when I started in the mortgage industry same thing I kind of just sort of stumbled upon it it's a little bit different for me because I was going to go back to my regular full-time job and then I met Megan and I didn't want to let her (laughs) (laughs) like in my mind I was dreading going back to my full-time job like I really just didn't want to do it but I would have needed to do it just for like being single mom and whatever I would have needed to go back and then uh, Megan said said to me she's like are you like really sure you want to go back to like what you were doing before and because of that I got the opportunity to fully immerse myself in like the world maybe in a different position as well like the administrative position but thinking of trying to manage the two was really like daunting for me I didn't I don't think I would have as much like discipline to block my time or that kind of thing so we kind of share that similar, I guess, start into the industry. But going into the future, like what are your guys' hopes and aspirations for when you get to fully be in the industry? Is there like a big dream or goal that you have for yourself? There is. I, I'm giggling because like, I don't know if I share it. I, I don't think I've ever shared it. I would love the freedom of time. So for me, the entrepreneurial ven- venture, my end goal and my big vision board at home, like the end goal is the freedom of time and not to be misconstrued because I recognize how much work... <laughs> for those listening, obviously goes into this, but it's to have the ability to dictate where my time is spent. And my actual like goal goal is I want a little piece of property and I want a farm. And that is the goal. And which I don't know, getting into the financial world to have a farm. Yep. 
a little homestead is my goal with my family. And then again, do this when I can. So yeah. Will you be focusing on farm financing? <laughs> I'm going to have rides. Anybody want to bring? No. Yeah. We'll that see. would be good because as soon as a good property comes up for sale, you just like scoop it. All up here. All up here. It's, there, there is a plan. There is a plan. <laughs> Alyssa, how about you? I am really big on goal setting. So I'm going to start with this year, 2024. I am going to get my level two license. So I'm excited for that. And I hope to go to some more mortgage related conferences and continue with my continuing education, building my client base and really building my business. And then after that, like in the next five years, for sure, really leaping into this, Mm -hmm. making it full time. And then I would love to look at more of branching out in Canada as well, like potentially growing into like the Alberta market. I have a sister there, so it'd be really cool to just explore different avenues and see where it takes me. I love hearing like your goals and aspirations and seeing that vision of it. I think it's really awesome. So somewhat selfishly, (laughs) I'm curious why you chose the mortgage coach for your career and uh, how we have assisted in you sort of taking this step and reaching those goals. So I first actually went and met with a couple different brokers in 2016, just kind of a long time ago. <laughs> and yeah, it was a long time ago. And then I ended up putting tabling it for whatever reasons, like too scared, too new, don't know what to do. So it was back in early 2022 that again, I started taking this more seriously. I was actually referred to the mortgage coach by a, ref- a referral partner, real estate agent to another agent in my hometown. And then that's when I first connected with both of you actually. Mm-hmm. And I was invited to one of the new agent open houses. Oh, I remember that. So that was a really, really fun welcoming experience for me. And I just was completely taken away by how warm and welcoming both of you were, the other agents that were there and feeling like I was part of a team, even though I just walked in the door five minutes ago. So for me, choosing the mortgage coach, it felt right because the culture, the people feeling like I would be supported in my learning journey. And then also the wealth of knowledge from the principal brokers, the other senior agents, really feeling like when I have questions, I can call anyone on our team and they'll gladly help me with whatever my questions are. Even when it's 9.30 at night because I'm doing two jobs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Or 7.30 so a.m. Thank you to all of you yes. who take my calls at 7 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. or answer on weekends. Well, it's actually a really important point because when you do have another career, the times when you need support can be different hours than others. So it is something mm-hmm. important to think about when you're looking at a brokerage or how you're going to manage a career right? when, we, when you're able to get support. And for me, a lot of at least the clients I have right now, they also work nine to five. Right. So yeah. they're really free to work, meet in the evenings. So then that's when they have questions. And I know that you both have been very responsive as well in some of those off hours, which are much appreciated. I haven't mastered that whole putting my phone away thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I started, so with the mortgage coach, I was referred by a, another partner. And then I went through the process of meeting both Megan and Kevin. And I knew, I knew then that it was, and it was just personality and it was just dynamic. And it was just how it sort of went and how I felt in, in, in that spot when we met. Um, and I thought, okay, this, this will work. And then coming into it. And I remember one of the first events I went to and I was speaking to one of our underwriters that was beside me. And I will never forget it because I, I was sitting there and it was the um, women's summit and I walked in and the amount of support and warmth and interest I was very green like it was my first event I didn't really know anybody I was new at this and I walked in and listening to the panel was incredible then people at the table that 
Some were with our brokerage, some weren't, just other women and people in the industry. And it was unlike anything I'd ever really experienced in a professional environment. And then I whispered to our underwriter, one of our underwriters, and I said, is this real? And she started <laughs> laughing. She goes, what, what does that mean? Is this real? I'm like, is this like, is this normal? And she goes, I, what is your question? And I go, like, people are nice, like, but really nice. Like, I don't feel like it's fake nice. I feel like it's real nice. And she's like, it is real nice. I'm like, wow. That's awesome. And then it sort of it, it sort of went from there. And then going forward, there's this unbelievable feeling of support. And what I mean by that, and I, I know we've, we've said that before, but I really do feel like I can go try a whole bunch of new things, do a whole bunch of new things. Sky's the limit in terms of my own imagination and know very well that if I get stuck, I can turn back and say, can someone please help me? <laughs> uh Oh, <laughs> what did I do? Is this OK? And I know that regardless of who I call in the Rolodex, they will they'll respond, they'll answer and they'll be honest about it. Say, you should definitely try that or maybe not, maybe not yet. <laughs> Or, or whatnot. So that has been, yeah, that has definitely been my experience thus far. And what's also really exciting to keep going with. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. One of the things I think that makes the mortgage coach so special, especially for new agents and people who do have part-time, like other jobs, is just that there is such a focus on training and support. Mm -hmm. And Megan's really done a great job of fostering like a community within the brokerage that wants to see that continue to grow. And you're right, it comes from the senior agents all the time, right? They really put a lot of support in like our group chat or like you said they'll pick up the phone if you need to talk to somebody that's a testament to you like that you've just sort of built a brokerage that you know people are supporting each other within the brokerage and it's it's true. Yeah. I think it only really continues though if everybody participates, right? Absolutely. That's yeah. one of the reasons that you're great fits for the mortgage coach is because you did sort of jump into the culture and participate and you're willing to go to like go to events when you're brand new and help out other agents when you're brand new. Like it's that collaborative nature that makes you such great fits and continues to grow that within the company, right? Like it won't happen. It won't happen if I want it. It happens if everybody wants it. And it's been said a few times and and I appreciate it now more so at this stage where there's plenty of room at the table. Mm -hmm. And I've never, I've heard that many times, but coming into this industry, there is that, well, for me being new, coming in that anxiousness and anxiety of like, do I know what I'm doing? Like, can I do this? Should I do this if you're doing this? Like, I don't know. And then it really does feel it's like, I am doing it. You should definitely do it too. It's like, mm -hmm. should I? Can I talk to you about that? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. This is amazing. And it's just that feeling. There's it's a really big table. Come have a seat at it. And it's like, wow. It's just it's it's that culture that you're you're correct too. Like we have to also embody and share as we go as well. So for sure. I do think that's a big difference within our brokerage is there's a lot of places where they do hold their ideas and their knowledge very close to their chest. And I feel like we are the opposite. Where yes, it's everyone could do the exact same idea, but it will always be different anyway, because we're all different people. Right? Absolutely. Different networks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when we look back over the past year and starting this career, is there anything that you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I think the one thing that came to my mind right away is I would wish I could go back and whisper to myself as myself now, stop doubting it. Mm. And I continue, I think we all grapple with that on, on some level, but there was just so many times I've paused and I've waited for no other reason other than my own self-doubt. And sometimes it's about jumping in. Don't worry if it's not perfect. Don't worry if you don't know everything yet because you won't. <laughs> but that has really held me in in stagnant in a lot of ways mm -hmm. versus if I could, if I look back on it now, I just wish I had that voice in my head saying, just do it. Like, don't worry about it. Figure it out. Just do it. That'd be the biggest thing for me is that. And the voice I still, we still grapple with now, but yeah. I think that's great advice. Sorry for 
or at, like any mortgage agent that's getting into the business, yeah. right? They all have some self-doubt and sometimes you just have to do it. Like just jump in. Just jump it. Absolutely. Sorry, Alyssa, go ahead. No, that's okay. I was, once again, my answer is very similar to <laughs> Steph's. I would say also trusting the advice that I've received. Mm-hmm. Again, feeling like I made a good choice in the brokerage that I chose to come to and thinking back on all the advice that I received from my peers, fill your calendar, follow up with people, actually commit to doing something and see it through. I'm thinking about all of these lead generation tasks or try this even if you don't know and if it might be perfect, just try it. All these things and then maybe learning a month or two later or whether it be entering our leads in our CRM tips, tricks. And there's been times where I may have sat on something because I wasn't sure or felt nervous about not doing it perfectly. And now I'm looking back and it's all actually imagine that if I trusted and followed what I was instructed to do, it may have picked up a little quicker, but actually trusting the advice that I'm getting and acting on it. Oh, that's a good one. Acting sooner, on it. sooner. Whereas there were times where I maybe waited longer than I needed to. And there was one piece of advice I remember when I first got into the industry, a friend of mine said, make sure there is not a person in your phone, your social media, whoever that doesn't know what you do. You don't have to make it like, again, we put so much pressure that it has to look a certain way or be a certain way or my mm-hmm. social media, like I should frame it this way. It's like, no, just send a message. Just just do it. Like officially say it and do it and officially make the step. Just let them know what you do and then continue to build from there. But it's that pressure we, we place that it's that we, it just keeps us very still for longer than it really needs to be. So there's not a person that I know that doesn't know what I do. And I left it at that and then build from there. That was an exact example for me where I waited to tell people because yeah. of waiting for perfection, yep. which doesn't exist anyways. And then also trusting where I've been advised that it takes time to build leads. So the work you put in might take three to six months to actually come through. And so looking back, at least in the last two months, I've been very busy and it's because of all of the work that I put in right when I got started or after sitting on it for a minute, putting it in my calendar and then committing to it. Right. I think sometimes to agents, when they're new, it's common like they say, I'm going to wait. Like once I know everything, once I yeah. know all of the things, I'm going to tell people what I'm doing. For sure. But you just, you never know all of the things. So you have to get yep. out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was, that one. yeah. Went through my head many, many times. I would never have done anything if I waited to know most things. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> So as we wrap up, I know you've both mentioned that you do see yourselves doing this full time at one point, one day. Mm -hmm. What are you most excited about when making that transition? For me, it's time. For me, it is the ability to bring in things that I've always wanted to do. I feel like there is a potential I have that I'm just getting started and I want that ability and I'm so excited for that ability to have the time to try it. And if it doesn't work out, cool. And then I can kind of redirect my attention to the next thing. But that is for me the most exciting thing. And I, I love working with people and getting out there and meeting and creating relationships and contacts and community partners. Like I've scratched a surface, but I, I can't wait where I I get to wake up and that's my day. And that's what I'm I'm excited, very excited to to get started. More so. Started more so. I agree with everything that you just said wholeheartedly, every single one of those points. And for me, I so enjoy every time I meet or talk to somebody new. The clients, when they come to me and they have a really interesting background or what they do for work, or they're trying this cool new idea of how they want to build their life and incorporate mortgages into that and really make their dreams come true through that type of financial investment. I find that really exciting. And like you said, being able to do that all day, every day with a couple days off. (laughs) But I would say that is what I'm most excited for. For me, that feeling of 
uh, just getting started like has never gone away. So I can say the same thing today as I did like 15 years ago. I still just feel like I'm just getting started. There's just so much more to do. So that's amazing. So thank you both for sharing your insights and for joining our podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for having us. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Mortgage Coach Connecting the Dots. If you've enjoyed this episode or found it valuable, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, or sharing it with someone who might benefit from this information. Your support helps us continue to bring you quality content. Join us weekly and get ready to be inspired, to learn, and to embrace possibility. And remember, success has no boundaries. It's time to connect the dots.